गुणानेतान जन्म मृत्यु जरा दुखरुक्तोमृतमेंटेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेडेड
spring will come autumn summer rainy season all this will come and go creation will happen destruction will happen all these things will happen as per the plan of nature but happiness or distress our experience of happiness and distress that simply depends upon living entity we are the creators of our happiness and distress so many movies will be played in the cinema hall in the multiplex as per their schedule sometimes it would be action movie you go and you come in mode of passion sometimes it would be horror movie you become very tamasic you get fearful sometimes it could be krishna's movie you become spiritual by watching that it depends at which time you want to enter the multiplex and whether you want to see or not it is your it depends upon you in a similar fashion material nature will show us different faces that will happen but happiness and distress totally depends upon us and people do not know this and this is because of again godlessness lacking the basic sense that god is the creator and why god will make the living entity suffer god is very very kind he is the ultimate father we are all children of god he loves us very much like we love our own children and shrimad bhagavata mentions when duryodhana so duryodhana was rogue of the highest order he wanted to disrobe draupadi pure devotee of krishna make her naked in the assembly kill the pure devotees of krishna pandavas who were very very simple brothers they were willing to give up their entire kingdom oh, these are my relatives only no my brothers arjuna was telling to krishna let them enjoy we are satisfied with just five villages so lord krishna told them he went on their behalf that please give them five villages because they are kshatriya kshatriya cannot do any other thing kshatriya is meant to do administration give protection to the people so as per their mind and body the king needs to engage them properly so they are kshatriyas at least give them small villages to administer to administer to rule but when they told this is also not possible then there was war and in that also arjuna is telling no i don't want to fight does not matter village i can live by begging so he was such a rogue he was not willing to give even few villages what to speak of village he told i will not give land equal to the tip of needle also and then so much uh, so many life attempts were made and draupadi was insulted so krishna could not tolerate harassment of his pure devotee so when duryodhan his spine broken he was lying on the verge of death and ordinarily if uh, we find any such rogue we become very happy seeing this situation very nice he should suffer more but lord krishna was not happy to see duryodhan in that situation so bhagavatam explains sometimes people tell god is said is he takes pleasure so no that is very wrong understanding just like it is wrong to call parents sadist they don't take pleasure in beating the children punishing the children but when the child does an activity which is harmful for his own self or for others then such punishment parents are forced to give they don't like it but it is important for correction of child in a similar fashion when we force krishna to give trouble to us so in bhagavatam it is mentioned god prays from our conscience in the heart whenever we do any wrong thing our conscience begs krishna begs through our good conscience please do not do this activity but when we stop listening the voice voice of our conscience then what krishna can do 
So he begs from the heart. He has given us conscience. He has given us scriptures. He comes and pleads, do not do this. But despite this, if we give harm to other living entities, we have a civilization of maintaining slaughterhouses. We are killing our own brothers and sisters in different dresses and we eat them. Can anybody eat their own brothers and sisters? That is meat eating. Our brothers and sisters are in different dresses. So how Krishna can tolerate? And despite that, even after giving that punishment, Krishna does not take pleasure because ultimately we are his children suffering under ignorance. That is why the greatest service to Krishna is preaching this message to others. When a devotee risks and tries to take, because as soon as you try to spread this message, ignorance is bliss. And it is told it's a folly to be wise where ignorance is bliss. If you are wise, when people are foolish, they will hang you. They will persecute you, punish you. And thus all the great preachers of religion, or many of them, they have faced great persecution in the hands of public, ignorant public. So Krishna becomes very, very happy when somebody is trying to help give this message to the suffering humanity. So Krishna is not happy, even though a person who deserves to be punished is being punished. So God is very kind. So people are venting out anger against different immediate reasons for the punishment. But this is ignorance. We have to understand God has designed this world. He wants everyone to be happy. We are suffering only because of ignorance. We break the laws of nature and thus we create our own suffering. So it is very important to realize ourselves in our life. We should just try to become very firmly established in this fact and help others also realize that we are suffering only because we have broken the laws of nature. If uh, this terrorist group does not bomb, another terrorist group will bomb. Or if there is no bombing, then there is disease. Nature will create COVID and you will die because of that. A unexpected thing and so many people died because of it. So nature has its ways and means. So Krishna told Arjuna, I have already killed everybody. You do not want to fight. Do not think they will go alive from this battlefield. But if you want the credit, then you fight. Otherwise, nobody is going to go alive from this battlefield. I have killed both the sides except you, the Pandavas. So in that way, nature has already decided punishment will be given. The more we try to lord over nature, greater punishment would be given. So we have to understand, simply if we understand one thing, simply if we understand, realize the presence of God, God has created everything, then everything is clear. God is in control. Nobody can bypass the laws of nature. So I am suffering because I have done something bad. So what is that bad thing? Then a person should be inquisitive. What is good and what is bad? How to understand the instruction, the laws of God, how to follow it. But because of this godlessness, people are creating laws, Cursing, counter-cursing, they are vendetta politics, media, and so many things, United Nations, so much discussion happens. And Prabhupada told it is like assembly of barking dogs. Dogs may keep on barking at each other. Their problems and living status will remain the same. So assembly of barking dogs. When aim of life is eating, mating, sleeping, defending, which dog is also doing, what is the difference? Then we remain suffering like a dog. So this very important knowledge is missing from society and the suffering is increasing. So the more people become Rajasik and Tamsik, the more suffering will increase.
and people will not even realize that this is suffering i can avoid it here krishna is telling as we can read very clearly janmamrityu jara dukhair we can solve janmamrityu and jara old age disease death can be solved but in ignorance people think oh this is natural that will happen what can be done so it can be solved so the question arises now that i have broken some laws of nature so what is the way out <clears throat> how to do it and what is the situation of person who has surpassed all these laws of nature he has risen above the three gunas so this is the question which arjuna is asking so this is a question which we are supposed to ask not the question of which is a good company where which can give me good career we think good company will make me happy so we recently have one devotee who has moved here and he has cracked one of the toughest exams in the country and uh, no sooner did he come to this uh, city mumbai he told this pathetic place i am not happy here i want to go to another place i want to go for further studies or change my place he is unhappy every other day keeps on reporting he is unhappy so but thousands of people on linkedin they have congratulated that you have done very nice and it is so good so we were just discussing just see this is maya <laughs> so people are congratulating you and he was telling i am uh, uh, the first among my immediate and extended family who has come out of the town and got into such big town and good job so he is held in great recognition position of respect in a circle and so many people have congratulated think he would be happy he thought he would be happy but when he came here he is not happy so this is simply simply ignorance actually society is in complete ignorance so we are very uh, expert in trying to find out a good job for us how to crack the right examination <clears throat> discussions on happening how to plan the right strategy to crack the exam which book to refer which tutorial which online course which offline teacher mentor we should go to how should we find a right spouse how to have a nice relationship we think if somehow i can have a nice relationship i would be happy relationship can never be nice here because we are not here for relationship we are here for self interest that is the nature of all the living entities who do not love krishna a person cannot love anybody who does not love love krishna and one who loves krishna he loves everybody because everyone is part and parcel of krishna so there is no question of any good relationship here because we are self interested anybody who satisfies me so where is the question of any satisfaction in such a such an attitude if i find out which is the best place to live best city to uh, have uh, pollution free and uh, good cost of living and no traffic and people want to figure out no corruption no pollution and then i in this way people are trying to figure out how to become happy but they do not know this is all ignorance one cannot be happy unless one surrenders to god unless one surpasses the three modes of nature so this is the question we should ask not all these questions or if even if we get answer of all these questions people who give the answer they themselves are not satisfied but these questions if we get answer to we will be completely satisfied so arjun asks oh my dear lord by what symptoms is one is one known who is transcendental to those modes krishna has told you become transcendental you solve birth death old age disease all problems so what are the symptoms many times people ask us question that uh how to understand somebody who is liberated prabhu are you liberated so arjun is asking same intelligent question what are the symptoms of one who is liberated transcendental to those modes what is his behavior and how does he transcend the modes of nature 
It's a very important question. And let's see what Lord Krishna has to answer. Now Lord Krishna is giving answer to his these three questions. Shri Bhagavanu Vacha Prakasham Cha Pravrittim Cha Moham Evacha Pandava Nadveshti Sampravrittani Nanavrittani Kangshati Udasi Navadasi no Gunaryo Navichalyate Gunavartanta Ittevam Yovatishthati Nengate Samadukasukaswasta Samaloshtashma Kanchanaha Tulya Priya Priyodhiras Tulya Nindatma Sanstutihi Manapamana Yostulyas Tulyo Mitvari Pakshayo Sarvaramba Parityagi Gunatita Sauchyate The Blessed Lord said, He who does not hate illumination, attachment and delusion when they are present, nor longs for them when they disappear, who is seated like one unconcerned, being situated beyond these material reactions of the modes of nature, who remains firm, knowing that the modes alone are active, who regards like pleasure and pain, and looks on a clod, a stone, and a piece of gold with an equal eye, who is wise and holds praise and blame to be the same, who is unchanged in honor and dishonor, who treats friend and foe alike, who has abandoned all fruitive undertakings, such a man is said to have transcended the modes of nature. So Lord Krishna is explaining here, there are three states of consciousness. When a person is sattvic, then he will have illumination. When a person is rajasic, mode of passion, he or she has attachments here. And when we are tamasic, then we are under delusion. So Srila Prabhupada very nicely explains. When a living entity stays in this material world embodied by the material body, it is to be understood that he is under the control of one of the three modes of material nature. When he is actually out of the body, then he is out of the clutches of material modes of nature. But as long as he is not out of the material body, he should be neutral. He should engage himself in the devotional service of the Lord so that his identity with the material body will automatically be forgotten. When one is conscious of the material body, he acts only for sense gratification. But when one transfers the consciousness to Krishna, sense gratification automatically stops. One does not need this material body and he does not need to accept dictations of the material body. The qualities of the material modes in the body will act, but as spirit soul, the self is aloof from such activities. How does he become aloof? He does not desire to enjoy the body, nor does he desire to get out of it. Thus, transcendentally situated, the devotee becomes automatically free. He need not try to become free from the influence of the modes of material nature. So the key to transcend the influence of modes of material nature is one should not try to leave this body, neither one should try to enjoy this body. Remain completely indifferent to the three modes of nature. So as long as we are in this body, the body will act under control of one of the modes. You have gotten up in the morning and you have taken bath. We feel very fresh, illuminated. Senses are under control. Brain is sharp and clear. We are able to think rightly. And the materialists also, they recognize, that is why they tell, if uh, any work is there which requires brainstorming and 
uh, focus then i do it early in the morning because uh, down the day when we go then our sense control becomes very loose everyone recognizes at night the sense control is loose mind control is loose so any person who is sane he will be able to see these effects on our body so sometimes we will be having illumination other times we will be having attachment we have certain body we will have different attachment somebody would be attached to eating sweets somebody would be attached to eating meat so these uh, inclinations can be there in the body and delusion everyone has to sleep so that is called tamoguna in tamoguna we are in delusion either i am dreaming of something or i am completely unconscious so our body passes through these modes as long as we are having this body it will be under the control of one of these modes so lord krishna mentions here when they are present a liberated person who has transcended the modes he does not hate he does not hate illumination attachment or delusion nor longs for them when they disappear who is seated like one unconcerned being situated beyond these material reactions of the modes of nature so the sometimes we will understand krishna consciousness illumination is there we follow nicely sometimes we will not be able to understand krishna consciousness still we follow nicely understanding what is the use of depending on this brain just depending on this brain we have created so many institutions which are simply increasing the problems of life so this brain is misleading so many animals they die we have discussed ample number of times just following the dictates of the brain so one should be very very cautious not to depend upon one's own brain but on the brain of god so thus illumination is present or is not present it does not matter i am feeling strong attachment for sense objects illumination has gone away but still i will not act because i have to follow the dictates of krishna that is called transcendental so i am having attachment i am having illumination or i am having delusion but i have decided i will not follow the dictates of this body body will dictate as per the influence of the modes but i should not follow the dictates of the body so when these symptoms are present a transcendental personality does not hate and when these symptoms are absent one does not long for it he is totally undisturbed by these symptoms let me understand krishna consciousness or let me not understand krishna consciousness just like a small child does two ones are two two twos are four two threes are six he simply learns these tables by heart he does not know what is the use of such learning why am i coming to school but he has faith on the parents parents would do something good for me i am supposed to do it he does it and later realizes that was the good thing so that is why intelligence is we should simply find an authority we have some physical disease we find a doctor and we surrender doctor you open my stomach you want to kill me you kill we sign an agreement or if you please try you can save me that is good so similarly we have to find a person good knowledgeable person who can solve all the problems of life for good and such a person is spiritual master and like we surrender to surgeon we have to surrender completely to spiritual master so find nicely using our intelligence and then surrender then we are able to understand illumination is there or illumination is not there doubts may be there doubts may not be there at times but a person does not budge in following the instructions of the authority doctor gives medicine i follow doctor tells eat this i eat doctor tells does not eat i do not i may understand may not understand this is the meaning of not getting influenced by illumination attachment and delusion who is seated like one unconcerned 
being situated beyond these material reactions of the modes of nature who remains firm knowing that the modes alone are active who regards alike pleasure and pain so this is the dealing now first arjuna asks what are the symptoms and then what is his behavior how does he behave so the behavior is he regards alike pleasure and pain looks on a clod a stone and a piece of gold with an equal eye how somebody can regard alike pleasure and pain and if he regards alike then why these two words are existing pleasure and pain this is difficult to understand first of all you are defining there is pleasure and there is pain and then you are telling alike also so what is the meaning of this the meaning is for body few things would be pleasant and few things would be unpleasant so this body needs gratification satisfaction so nobody likes to remain hungry but devotee enjoys hunger also he takes hunger for the pleasure of krishna because he knows krishna is getting pleased if i remain hungry on this day do this tapasya so voluntarily he accepts tapasya so this is called burden of love there is or labor of love so very nicely three examples are given by shri lavishna chakravarti thakur just like wife is there wife is having the burden of husband while enjoying physical pleasures such a burden is not considered burden mother is having burden of child when mother has taken child on the lap that is a burden but that is not considered burden or a businessman he is taking the burden of wealth on himself it is definitely great burden to earn money have so much of stress and anxiety but these things are not considered burden rather when these burdens are not present then the person would feel separation from these things wife would feel separation from the husband and businessmen will feel separation from the money mother would feel separation from the child and the pain of separation is very very much more intense than this burden that they feel rather these burdens give pleasure in all these three cases so in a similar fashion there would be few things which would be burdensome for the body as we have told the basic tapasya that we do and initially when we practice spiritual life so many uh, disturbances are there for the senses but devotee tolerates for the pleasure of krishna and taking such discomfort give a person spiritual happiness just like wife is having happiness by taking burden businessman is having happiness by taking burden of money and mother is getting higher happiness of the heart by taking burden of taking a child on lap similarly taking pain for krishna is a source of great spiritual ecstasy at the same time it does not mean a person hates pleasure there would be pleasure also once we fast then we feast also we offer nice dishes to krishna when krishna appears then we enjoy feasting after fasting and in that also devotee takes pleasure krishna is so merciful he has given his remnants of food stuffs to me so thus there would be few things which would be pleasing few things would not be just just see what is the consciousness of a devotee he is enjoying the pleasure and he is enjoying the pain also devotee's life is just full of enjoyment so externally somebody may tell so one of my relatives he came to see me some time back and he has met me hardly couple of times in last decade or so after i joined full time so then he was uh, sarcastically asking oh you also uh, got covid oh you are devotee of krishna why you are getting covid 
so it's difficult for them to understand they think this external difficulty means devotees in difficult of course i'm not telling that i can enjoy such things but yeah this consciousness devotee can cultivate even if there is suffering tatya anukampam su samikshamano there is so much trouble but devotee will always get pleasure always remember these three examples it is not that pain i have to somehow tolerate if we increase our pleasure for krishna the pain would give us ecstasy not just little happiness or bliss ecstasy extreme happiness will come out of pain for krishna and when there is pleasure there is again ecstasy so thus devotee's life is vishvam purnam sukhayate he is always happy always very jolly so thus a devotee regards a like pleasure and pain looks on a clod stone and a piece of gold with an equal eye so devotee does not want a clod a piece of stone or a gold for his own enjoyment a basic phone or a smartphone for his own enjoyment a devotee can leave very advanced phone if that phone is making him addicted for material pleasures he will try to stick to a simple phone or give up phone and if it is required for krishna's service then he is willing to take up the most advanced technology also externally somebody can tell that oh this devotee is uh, just see he is using iphone he is using a, what is the need of carrying a luxurious phone no it is required you also have to preach you have to shot good quality videos and other sound quality should be good and your all the gadget should be of very high quality to give right preaching to people so it is not because of personal enjoying tendency but it is for the service of krishna and if you see these things are detrimental for our life we get addicted to something devotee will give up all these things so devotee does not want gold diamond stone or a clod for himself but he will accept everything for the pleasure of krishna so all these things are of equal value for him if anything is of value in the service of krishna stone can be used to make a deity for krishna stone can be used to keep the demons away from harming krishna then the devotees can use stones very nicely or gold is required to decorate krishna to make temple for krishna then gold also can be used very nicely but for devotee there is no difference between gold piece of stone for his personal life who is wise and holds praise and blame to be the same similarly uh, when a devotee wants to serve krishna there could be so many blames we have seen in maharashtra so many nice devotees have been there so many varkaris tukaram ji other great devotees and so much persecution was given to them mirabai was there haridas thakur was there jesus christ was there so much persecution so much dishonor <clears throat> and some people are praised also uh, some and these uh, devotees later got glorification or some other devotees got glorification so in the service of krishna there would be glorification there would be praise people may worship you and people may kill you also but a devotee holds praise and blame to be the same so these are big deceptions on material platform so just this hankering for praise in the society is putting us through so much of hard work life after life so wise person he takes praise and blame to be the same he just wants to stick to krishna consciousness service of krishna and in this way everything is okay for him who is unchanged in honor and dishonor who treats friend and foe alike so anybody who is helping him to advance in krishna consciousness devotee takes him to be a friend just like bali maharaj krishna took his entire wealth away ordinarily a person and even so called pious people one person asked me very religious person so i was supposed to find a new place to start a new center in some city 
so he helped a lot he took us to various places uh, helped us to meet uh, various influential people and he was always with us working very hard but then he asked a question i i am not able to digest prabhu why krishna cheated bali maharaj he should not have cheated no so people think krishna cheated and krishna is not a good person even so called pious persons but bali maharaj what is his consciousness he told krishna thank you so much i was attached to such temporary assets and you have taken it all away you have made me realize the ephemeral nature of this material world you are my greatest well wisher actually similarly parishit maharaj when he got cursed he has to die in 7 days from the womb of his mother we practice bhakti when we actually come out but from the womb of the mother parishit maharaj was a pure devotee he was he saw krishna within the womb of uttara and since then he has always been meditating upon krishna pure devotee of krishna he has never desired anything other than krishna service but he got cursed to die in 7 days he did not rebel he told it is very nice it is favor of krishna he could have counter cursed that boy we become very angry with the people who curse us create problems for us but parikshit maharaj although having ability he did not counter curse he took it as krishna's plan if anything happens by will of providence devotees take it as krishna's will he did not desire to die but such curse has happened it's okay i live or die what is there so i have to serve krishna in this body or in next body what krishna gives us so he understood krishna's plan that i have to renounce maybe i was getting attached to my family my opulence so krishna has rightly called me or i would have become attached so thus he has complete faith in krishna just like a sane child intelligent child will have faith upon the parents so all the externally i am seeing i am having some difficulty krishna has taken these things away these things could have made me more entangled in this world so a devotee treats friend and foe alike sometimes enemies help us to advance in krishna consciousness sometimes friend will help us advance and if a friend is there who is taking us for material enjoyment then a friend would also be treated as enemy keep away from the enemy so friends and foes are like anybody who is helping me to advance in krishna consciousness that is my friend and anybody who is taking me away from krishna consciousness that is my enemy but a devotee does not even hate his enemy indifference he has for enemies so friends and foes are like who has abandoned all fruitive undertakings he does not want to get the result of his activity for his own enjoyment because he knows everything belongs to krishna such a man is said to have transcended the modes of nature so as we can understand this is only possible so this consciousness appears completely impractical completely concept which should be kept in the book but never it is possible to apply these things in our life even a fraction of it but as we discussed by vivid practical examples how this is very much possible for a devotee to attain this consciousness but this is possible only in one way so as we have discussed here and thus you will find in the purport that prabhupada is explaining how only through devotional service you can attain these things so sometimes in translation also you will find such extension of the meaning which is directly evident or uh, which is directly represented by the words and we may think prabhupada is twisting the meanings and in bhagavatam it is written i also felt that prabhupada is twisting where it is written bhakti it is told simply control the senses why prabhupada is telling one who control the senses for krishna for krishna simply prabhupada is adding so then i read this shloka in bhagavatam or chaitanya charitamrita so there it is mentioned that a person who is not in knowledge 
he will think that the acharyas are twisting the meanings of the shlokas but they are not twisting because they know the complete knowledge they know how this state is possible thus for clear understanding they give added explanation just like you know a crude example somebody goes to a local restaurant he tells you please bring thanda now what is thanda thanda means cold i should bring ice or water or what no thanda means coca cola as they tell <laughs> or whatever so a person who knows the mind of the customer he will bring what he requires he may tell in any language so a person knows the mind of god he can tell what is the intention behind god speaking these limited words thus brahma understood bhagavatam just in four verses but other living entities they understand bhagavatam in 18000 verses and we need explanation of even those 18000 verses so intelligent beings who know the mind of god four verses are sufficient to understand entire bhagavatam so because prabhupad and other pure devotees they know mind of krishna they give extended understanding so bring thanda they would translate bring him coca cola so because they know the mind of god so thus why prabhupad has explained so much of devotional service here krishna has never mentioned devotional service one may ask without being devotee uh, one can attain this consciousness you are telling one way there could be other ways so actually there are no other way thus lord krishna tells sometimes lord krishna has told in second chapter watch principles krishna is telling to follow the reason lord krishna will explain much much later you should not get attached to the results of activity why lord krishna will explain much later because yat karoshi yat juhoshi tat kurush madarpanam it has to be offered to me immediately krishna does not explain because a devotee may not be able to digest why krishna is asking everything krishna explains his position and then he explains offer it to me so in a similar fashion uh lord krishna fortunately here in the very next shloka explains how this consciousness is possible because arjuna asked what are the symptoms what is his behavior and how does a person actually transcend the mode so lord krishna in very clear words has explained so please read this very very important shloka how we also can attain this consciousness and the answer is mam cha yo vyavicharena bhakti yogena sevate डिटर्मिनेशन so avyavicharana bhakti unfailing bhakti vanu follows sevate sagunan sam so just see we want uh, so we have uh, some understanding of spiritual life spiritual life means spiritualist or saint should not be disturbed at all always equipoise and he should seek gold clod piece of stone as equal praise and blame alike friend and enemy alike always well wishing loving everybody and we think there are many ways by which a person can attain this consciousness but here krishna tells no sir there are no many ways this is the only way mam chayo vyavicharena bhakti yogena sevate very clear clearly krishna has mentioned bhakti yogena so in every other verse lord krishna is mentioning as we keep on pointing out krishna explained three modes of nature and then krishna tells only a person who is devotee he can understand this thing now here krishna explains consciousness of transcendentalist only who is avyavicharena bhakti yogena sevate not that sometimes i do some other process i go to some other god no avyavicharena with complete 
chastity vanu does bhakti only for krishna mam mam bhakti not any other bhakti bhakti of any person bhakti of country bhakti of humanity bhakti of animals or bhakti of everybody so bhakti of krishna includes service to everybody and but service of everybody does not include service of krishna if you put a water to the leaf it is of no benefit to the leaf or for the tree but if you pour water on the roots of the tree it service of tree as well as the all the leaves all the fruits and branches so when a person engages in bhakti yoga all the other duties are also completely fulfilled and a person is able to satisfy himself and god also so just see it is so clear so those people who are recommending other processes it means they are in great ignorance they don't read bhagavad gita even one chapter of bhagavad gita they have not read thoroughly because in every chapter krishna has told bhakti bhakti bhaktya mam abhijanati yavan yash chasmi tatvatah only bhakta abhijanati can understand me tatvatah scientifically krishna has told here again bhakti yogena sevate krishna has told arjuna anasuyave because you are non envious of me bhakto asi me sakha cheti you are my bhakta so rahasyam i am explaining this knowledge to you at the end of 12th chapter bhakto ativ me priyah such a bhakta devotee is dear to me so everywhere in every chapter in within one chapter many times krishna is explaining bhakti 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 in ninth chapter krishna has told again most confidential knowledge man mana bhavat bhakto madhyaji mam namaskuru this is the verse which krishna has repeated twice and then at the end of bhagavad gita krishna again repeats shunu me paramam vachah again here the most confidential knowledge man mana bhavat bhakto become my devotee krishna is not telling become gyani become yogi krishna is rejected gyani yogi other people cannot understand these are simply rungs of yoga ladder so these things are not deprecated fifth standard is required eighth standard 10th standard is required but if a person remains stuck on any of these standards that is failure of education he will not be able to attain the end of education so if a person gets stuck oh, i am gyan yogi i am at topmost level i am karma yogi i am satisfied then there is no success for them unless a person comes to very clearly krishna has told bhakti yogena sevate this is the only process this is the culmination by doing karma yoga when a person starts giving up the results of activity some sense comes to him and when he is able to develop sense he is able to follow gyan yoga cultivate knowledge if a person is very greedy about accumulating more and more wants to enjoy everything by for his own no sense can develop so then gyan yoga when he follows gyan yoga nicely senses are under control then he can meditate if senses are not under control meditation is not possible so that is called dhyan yogi and when he starts meditating he understands krishna reveals himself he develops develops strong attraction for krishna and he becomes a bhakti yogi then he starts engaging in service of krishna now kaliyuga time being very very short and lord krishna understanding our fallen situation he has directly given this process of bhakti by giving us association of pure devotees so bhakti yoga needs so much of tapasya for many many lives but all these tapasya the credits of tapasya can be accumulated by doing some small service to a pure devotee of krishna that is how shila prabhupa simply by his association or bhakti sdan maharaj or acharyas were able to make thousands of people follow bhakti yoga which is very very rare thing in the universe but such credits they are able to create by their association 
So that's this Bhagavad Gita, this is the ABCD of spiritual science and everything is so clear here. And if you analyze people of other schools, those who follow some other process, you understand they are not very intelligent. Some simply they are disturbed in sense enjoyment. They want some meditation which can give them some relief and some death has happened, some uh, anxiety is there and this problem is there, body is weak. So my body should become strong for sense enjoyment. Mind should become peaceful so that I again jump into sense enjoyment. This is the purpose of their spiritual life. They don't question what is cause of all causes, no inquiry. What is the purpose of creation? What is the, what is the ultimate cause of all suffering? What is the ultimate? When a person is being beaten by the police, he under, tries to understand ultimate cause. Why police is beating me? Oh, because he has given sentence. Why judge has given sentence? Because of advocate's argument. Why advocate argued against me? Oh, because I did this thing. So he tries to understand the ultimate cause of his suffering. So thus any person, any same person should have jigyasa. What is the cause of this world? What is the cause of happiness? What is the cause of suffering? And any person who does not have ultimate query, then they would be cheated. Some temporary process they will get and remain dissatisfied by following that process also. So this is the process actually. With complete chastity, without any deviation, complete surrender and bhakti for Krishna. He at once, but avyabhicharena, that is why Prabhupada would tell all the acharyas recommend that if you are not able to follow complete rules and regulations, decide for yourself. I will chant Prabhu only these many rounds. That you chant without fail. You protect that vow with your life. Do not eat that day if you have not finished your rounds. Do not sleep, Prabhupada tells. So you became very busy. You were not able to finish their rounds. Second day, without any fail, you should finish. So, and of course, that day itself, you should not miss. But somehow it has happened for some reason. The devotees don't miss usually, ever. But somehow, for some reason, you missed. So second day also, if you have missed, then Prabhupada told it is cheating. Did you eat on the second day? Did you sleep on the second day? We will not die if you don't sleep on the second day. We will not die if you don't eat anything. Eating consumes half an hour, one hour or two hours in the entire day. Two hours, you can finish your 16 rounds completely. So don't eat, don't sleep the other day. But if you are eating also and sleeping also, that means you are cheating Krishna. We are not serious about our vows. So if we are not able to follow our vow, we give arguments. All our insincere arguments, if we have eaten and if we have slept. If second days, next 24 hours, I have not slept for a moment. I have not eaten anything in the entire day then that could be a genuine argument that I was so busy, I could not eat and sleep. But if I have eaten anything, I've taken out time for those things. I have not followed my vows of spiritual master, then that is cheating. So with such strictness, that is called tapasya. This is called sadhana. This is the prime requirement for spiritual advancement. So decide as per your level, but do not break that. Try to follow this with great determination. That brings spiritual advancement. Then when that thing we are following, Krishna will make the situation favorable so that we are having chance to follow it in greater magnitude. Then one day, 24 hours, we'll be serving Krishna very nicely. So avyabhicharana bhakti, without any fail, we should follow very, very strictly. Prabhupada is military discipline. We know what is military discipline. They are so very much strict. Minute to minute discipline is there. That kind of discipline is required in spiritual life. And then such a person who without any fall down follows Bhakti Yoga very nicely, very, very strictly, 
Saguna Samthi transcends these modes of nature, attains such consciousness. And thus Lord Krishna explains, Brahmanohi Pratishtam. So Lord Krishna is telling Brahma Bhuyaya Kalpate. He comes to Brahma platform. What is Brahma? Now we are Jeev Bhuta. I am thinking I am this body. So simply by speculating how and spirit soul, we will not understand. We have to practically engage in service of Krishna and we will come just like in dream, a person can never understand. I don't belong to this dream. He has to wake up. In a similar fashion, we have to do some activity which wakes us up. So when we follow Bhakti Yoga, we wake up, we understand I'm not the body, I'm spirit soul. That situation is called Brahma Bhuta, Brahma Bhuyaya Kalpate. We are on the level of God. God is in full knowledge of his identity. We also become qualitatively one with God, not quantity. God is infinite. We remain always spark, infinitesimal, but quality is same. God is gold mine. We are particle of gold. And Lord Krishna tells, we come to the level of Brahm, the spiritual effulgence, which is coming from the body of Krishna. All the living entities who are situated there, they are on this platform. They completely understand. I am not the body. I don't belong to matter. I am spirit soul. And that Brahma Jyoti, Lord Krishna tells here, Brahmanohi Pratishtaham Amritasya Vyayasya Cha Shashvatasya Cha Dharmasya Sukasya Kantikasya Cha. And I am the basis of impersonal Brahm, which is the constitutional position of ultimate happiness, which is immortal, imperishable, and eternal. And this Brahm is called by the name Allah in Quran. Allah, Akbar, God is great. So this great concept of God who is spread everywhere without form. That is called Brahm. So Krishna is continuously emanating energies from his bodies. And everything that we see is transformation of that energy. And that is called Brahm. But from where this energy is coming? Because we see energies are taking very nice systematic shapes, systematic designs. So there should be one conscious entity who is controlling these energies. So Krishna is telling, yes, I am that conscious entity. Brahmanohi Pratishtha. Pratishtha means situation. I am the basis. I am the basis of impersonal Brahma Jyoti, which is the constitutional position of ultimate happiness. So if we remain on this bodily platform, we will always remain disturbed and we will suffer. But if we come to Brahma level, then there is ultimate happiness and there is immortality on that platform, eternity and imperishability. So human life is meant to at least come to that Brahma platform. And if we are fortunate, so Varnashrama system, Sanyas brings us to Brahma level. And then if a person is fortunate, he can meet pure devotees like Kumaras or Shukdev Goswami. They were situated on Brahm. They were completely liberated personalities, Kumaras. They have controlled the growth of their body. And they know when the body grows, then the body will have uh, such lusty desires and we may get deviated from spiritual path. So they have controlled the growth of their body. Shukdev Goswami, he also knows. So they also know if I come out, modes of nature will act upon me. So let me not come out. He's staying in the womb of mother only. So all these were Brahma situated personalities. But when they met with pure devotees, they also came to Bhakti Yoga, pure devotional platform. So that's very important knowledge and human life is meant to realize this. And how to attain this, Prabhupada explains. You can read this purport. Very simple process we have to follow. What is that? By engagement in devotional service in full Krishna consciousness, he is immediately situated in transcendental position. And his unlawful desire to control material nature is removed. Therefore, the process of devotional service beginning with hearing, chanting, remembering the prescribed nine methods for realizing devotional service should be practiced in association of devotees. 
so association of devotees is very much required okay prabhu i have realized bhakti yoga i'll follow so the prime requirement for following bhakti yoga is association of devotees chanting hearing remembering worshiping all the other processes without association if we are not in association of devotees we are in association of materialist we'll get influenced by their material energies so thus all this bhakti yoga should be followed in association of devotees and gradually by such association by the influence of the spiritual master so what happens in that association we get influenced by spiritual master so the devotees are acting under the influence of spiritual master and if we associate with them we also come under such influence of spiritual master and only when we are under the influence of spiritual master spiritual energy flows in us so when spiritual energy flows in us once material desire to dominate is removed so dominating tendency is a root cause of all problems krishna is predominator we are predominated this method is pre- prescribed from the 22nd to last verse of this chapter so prabhupada tells this devotional service to the lord is very simple one should always engage in service of the lord should eat the remnants of food stuffs offered to the deity smell the flowers offered to the lotus feet of the lord see the places where the lord has his transcendental pastimes so that is why we conduct pilgrimages trips every year so thus we recommend at least every 4 months you must visit you must go for a trip every 3 to 4 months one trip one should go to keep himself spiritually surcharged so uh, all these things are very much prescribed by the shastras see the places where the lord had his transcendental pastimes thus people would go for teerth yatra especially at the old age because that can happen any time now and if i am having dizzy i am having uh, the bad karmas from this life then next life terrorist will bomb me or corona will kill me or my uh, family members will give me so much of trouble and unlimited troubles i will have so people will go for teerth sthal so in all the places of pilgrimage god is personally present he may be visible or he may be invisible krishna is always in vrindavan chaitanya mahaprabhu is always present in mayapur jagannath puri but they are visible at some times once in a day of brahma other times they are invisible but god is always present so by taking direct association of god in the place of pilgrimage we get freed from all the sins and thus people who don't chant anything they suddenly come to eight round 16 rounds become very strong in bhakti so visiting the places where lord had his transcendental pastimes is also very important factor and these are simple things read of the different activities of the lord his reciprocation of love with his devotees and chant always the transcendental vibration hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare and observe the fasting days commemorating the appearance and disappearance of lord and his devotees by following such process one becomes completely detached from all material activities one who can thus situate himself in the brahma jyoti is equal to the supreme personality of godhead in quality so the process is very simple but this process is not revealed unless a person has done this rigorous tapasya karma yoga gyan yoga ashtanga yoga he has fasted for many years and so much tapasya then this thing is revealed but we are fortunate by association of shrila prabhupad we are able to get understand these things very very simply so let us try to follow this simple process in the association of devotees and we will also attain this consciousness which is impossible for any materialist to imagine so now we will conclude today's session 
and we'll be following the most important process to come to this Brahma platform. All other nine, eight methods of devotional service depend upon this prime method and that is hearing, chanting and hearing the names of God. So those who are new, this process is very simple. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. So we'll be chanting 21 times. After that, we'll take questions and answers. Be very attentive. God is incarnated in the form of his name. This should be our understanding. So hear each and every word very nicely. And before this special mantra, please chant after me. <laughs> 